Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Well, we're keeping back to Sexual Confidence Month going strong by helping you conquer some of your sex and relationship insecurities. Does wanting sex more than your partner mean you're a sex addict? How to get you through a breakup without breaking a lease? Tips for rebuilding your body confidence, post-baby, overcoming performance anxiety. There's a lot in the show. Um, enjoy. Thanks for listening. You know what's so great about sex toys? They don't get jealous. They just want you to feel good, even if it means they sit one out while you try something new. Well, I was recently introduced to that something new, the rabbit company Leon Vibrator. I'm here to tell you that this little palm-sized beauty is simply awesome. It's made for external use and features two ears that are perfectly positioned for clitoral stimulation. The whole piece is gently curved to match a woman's natural contour, so it can literally lay on you, as the name suggests. But its ergonomic shape feels so good to hold and move around. You'll find endless different sensations by changing the layon's positions. It's whisper quiet and has six vibration patterns. But my favorite feature? The Rabbit Company keeps the motion in the ears, not the handle. No more numb hands from the transfer of vibration. It's really amazing. Like all Rabbit Company products, the Layon is 100% body safe, features easy-to-use controls, and has a five-year warranty. To order your Layon, visit therabbitcompany.com or click the Rabbit Company banner on my website. Hey, why not? Lay it on today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. relationships and everything in between for more information go to sexwithemily.com hang out there you're going to find a lot of the answers to your questions there just learn a lot more about sex and relationships on the site we got videos we got things you got to subscribe to our newsletter and you got to follow us on snapchat twitter instagram it's all at sex with emily facebook.com slash sex with emily and plus we've got a really cool store on the site so you can shop with emily Plus, you can download the show on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, not just iTunes anymore. And we've had some uh, good shows lately. Uh, how to ha- pick a better partner. It's called Sexual Sexual Selection, How to Pick a Better Partner. And I'm here with Anderson. Hi. And Anderson, on this show, I'm sorry you weren't here for it, but we talked mm. about like what it means to have a broken picker. A picker broken. Uh, let's say uh, Drew says that. Drew, yeah, she, I stole it from Drew, but I, I will attribute it to him. But it's interesting, like when you keep dating the same people over and over again, right. kind of like the I wrong person. Problem. I have that problem yeah. still. You still have it? Well, no, that's no, why no. You're still single. No, I'm kidding. That's not why. I had that problem for so long until I really just realized, like this type of person is not working for me. I, I think Drew used to say, "Look for butterflies, not lightning bolts." Yeah, yeah. that's good. Thank God you're here. I used to, to say, Drew. I used to say it was like going on a on a dating diet. I try and date like people without calories or like boring uh, people that you might find boring because right. that's probably better it's for like, you. It's um, like duty dating in a way. Like you're like, you know what? This guy seems great on paper, but I'm not attracted to him. I'm not sure. You might be surprised. Or a girl, a woman. And I've been in a lot of relationships where like I knew that they were attracted to me for the wrong reasons. And uh, once they started to get feelings, 
which is inevitable if you're with me. You know? Right. <laughs> but once I got feelings, they'd run for the hills. They'd be like, oh, this is too much. Out. And well, how did you know they were dating you? What were they dating you? What were the wrong reasons? Well, I like to drink. I'm a uh, center of attention at times. Uh, I'm exciting, some might say. And uh, I like to go out and, and do reckless things. And they'd, they'd be attracted to that side of me. Right. And then once it was time to sit down and watch Conan... <laughs> Going on the late night sh- uh, right. talk show, not not the movie. Right. Well, you know, at, at night and like they'd be snuggling or whatever. They'd be like, ah, I don't like this. It's too close. And they'd be right. out. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So you're, and you don't date those, those women. No, no, I'm, I'm mar- happily married it. now to uh, a woman I who does not get me beer out of the fridge. I got it. That's scorns good. me for, I used to do. <laughs> yeah. Wanting to go out and get beer. I just used to date guys that just weren't. They were all Scolds, very similar. Scolds. Scolds. No, I used to date that guy that was, you know, drank too much, life of the party guy. Yeah. Didn't really go that far. But no. you're attracted to sometimes those things. And then you realize, this, I'm going to take a step back here. This sounds familiar to me. How'd it go mm-hmm. last time? You know, we have all the information we need. Sometimes we just need to slow down, take a look at our patterns. So that was a good show. Also, I'm going to be in New York for the Sexual Health Expo. And I can't wait to see you all there. September 24th and 25th in Brooklyn. And I'm doing a live podcast on Saturday, September 24th at 1 p.m. Can't wait to see you all there in New York. You can That'd click on the fun. banner on our website. I know. I wish you were come with me. Last time you were supposed to do a podcast at she here in L.A. But you, I couldn't you were make busy it. like yeah, drinking with friends. I was out Nothing's being changed. Life of, the, life of the party. You were busy. Uh, I, a I, lot I has changed. I can't go to New York because my wife is very pregnant, about to give birth. I got to be on that? standby. That's not. I, I, okay, it's a better excuse than partying with your college friends or whatever they were. College. I don't have college friends. Anyways, Did, yeah, it's good. Sexual, uh, sexual health expo, New York. Yeah. Brooklyn. Hipsters Brooklyn. need to have sex too. They do. Everyone needs a lot of hipsters too. in that Brooklyn these that days. That is, I know. People yeah. are going to be coming in from everywhere, but the hipsters too. Yeah. Love them, hipsters. Um, love everyone. <laughs> Way too much. Um, so, yeah. So, back to self-confidence. That's what we're doing. Sexual confidence. Just to paint a picture for the listener again who can't see. <laughs> Instead of, you know, most people, I've been working in radio or spoken word and podcasting and terrestrial for a long time. Been working with microphones, people to talk into them. Uh, people usually use water to right. wet, their, wet their beak. Well, I'm obsessed keep their, <laughs> keep their mouth, like, moist. Ah, sorry so for the moist. Good. I know moist. it's a bad word. Sorry. You got, you know, it's it's essential if you're going to be speaking, especially if you're doing it for a living, to have a uh, a mouth that's ready. You can't have a dry a mouth. A lubricated mouth. Yeah, that's why stoners don't get into a lot of uh, terrestrial radio and whatnot, right. except for Kevin Smith. But, uh, so you got to be lubricated. And Emily, instead of drinking water, she's... I'm spraying Doc Johnson Good Head. It's called Wet well, it's Good mm-hmm. Wet Head. Dry mouth spray, juicy apple flavor. And I have it here during every show in the Sex Filming Studios because I love it. I, I it, it tastes like strawberry. And the point is, it's so it's so Are much you, better than if I was like, they heard yeah, that. Yeah, wait, let's not do and that. And if I had the cotton mouth. And I just, I don't know, it tastes good. But it's also great for blowjobs, which it's is the purpose of it. Good if for dieting, mouth, too. Well, I'm not even hungry. I said chocolate. I know, you just eat that all day. I like it. It's just kind of fun. And I'm it does the, make it me more... It's called Wet Head. I'm on the all wet Doc head Johnson. Diet. You can get it on my website. It's yeah. like seven, eight, ten dollars, and it's the best investment because one of the top tips I have for giving a killer blowjob is you want you gotta have enough saliva, you gotta have enough lubricant, so you, you gotta just, have enough wetness. If you're not blowing, guys, you're talking to the microphone, so you always have to have a wet mouth. Right, I need a yeah. wet mouth twenty four seven. Can you right. imagine my plight? Yes, I can imagine. I've got Talk. bottles of these everywhere. Back uh-huh. of my car. 
Everywhere Star, you go. Yeah, I'm a junkie. Um, Some people are addicted to uh, chapstick. You're addicted to, to wet I am. Head. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm like, where's the wet head? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here it is. So it's very comforting for me. Um, I had to give you an update, Anderson. I've been saving this nugget for you. Do but um, do you, you remember this has been kind of an ongoing thing was this, that I have a housekeeper who's worked with oh, me yes, for about uh, three, you know, three, four years. Number and, of years. And, and my, I, have a very, I live in a very small little cute bungalow. little house. A little bungalow, if you will. And, you know, I can't help but have sex toys lying around. I mean, they're not like the used ones, but sometimes they're charging or you've seen that poster, you Mm -hmm. know, not, you know, like are the magazines, the sex books everywhere. And I've always wondered, what does she think? And we don't speak the same language, so there could, there's a barrier and I've just She speaks French, right? Oui, I je parle français. So, oh, yeah. if she spoke French, that wouldn't be a problem. No problem. Pas de problème. Français? Oui. oui. Oui, je parle. Voulez-vous? Will I speak French? Yeah. Oui. Je, je, je parle français un petit peu. What Mais the fuck? Que, yeah. When did you learn the language of love? High school. And, really? and college, and it's yeah. stuck. 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 So why don't you speak bit. to your French maid? Oh, she's not, she's not <laughs> she's French. She's not French. I see. So, um, so that's always been a thing. I'm just always wondering because sometimes I just don't have, you know, okay. So there is then, the story. Let's just remind the listeners oh, in case they didn't Oh, hear. yeah. What was the story? Em's that in presented? the back room banging her <laughs> boyfriend, right? While the, uh, the, the not French housekeeper is out, you know, cleaning up her bungalow and whatnot. And she goes, oh, I hope she can't hear me. Oh, do you think she, that my housekeeper can hear me having sex? And then it strikes uh, Emily's, uh, <laughs> she goes, oh, oh, wait. Not only might she hear me having sex right now, but I left my sex toys on the kitchen counter to dry out on the rack for, right. for dishes. It's true. And so I don't have a dishwasher. And I, sexual deviant. I know there's like banging four in the things. back room while the robotic sex toys are drying on the rack. There was like a new guy I was dating, and we wanted to have that morning sex thing. And uh, yeah, that was bad too. So yes, there's been a few, there's been a few things that have happened where I've just pondered it. And so then she came here. Her daughter actually came, came to the here, o- sex with Emily came to office. Came to the sex office yes. to clean the office. Dildos galore. And I said to her, she came and I said, just so you see, I have an office. It's based yes. on you know, sex. I'm just curious though. You guys have been cleaning my house. What what do you think? And she said, "Well, we just we just kind of we've talked about it a lot, so I wasn't wrong. And we just thought maybe you were just a little kinky, a little kinky, a little kinky." I said, "Now yeah. she sees that you're right. kinky for a living." Because then they also go into the garage, and I've got like my sports boxes. sheets under bed restraints and box of the Sibian, yes. you know, stuff like that. So I just wanted to let you know that they did she did they did indeed have a judgment around it, but um or a, a thought around it, and it's a uh, good maybe I'm a kinky. Am I kinky? That she sends her daughter now. She sends her daughter here to do the analysis. Yeah. Of the, if she hadn't been to the office Not yet. A little kid though she's like mid-20s. no she's like 22 okay that'd be odd if she sent her 12 year old daughter to come and i was like well honey come here and deviant. see my rabbit toys yeah. right no that didn't happen okay. um but anyway sexual confidence month we're going to cover that in some of the emails today you're a little kinky i'm a little kinky <laughs> i thought that was funny how she said that i was like yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i guess i i don't yes, know you I, have to be kinky, kinky. for your living yes. i am kinky i guess I, I'm sexy. Hey, you I'm got like, kegel what? balls flying out of your vagina <laughs> at, at corporate meetings. All right, you're kinky. Let's move on. It wasn't, I don't do it for sexual satisfaction. Well, I guess I do it for, yes, for ultimately, later. ultimately, yes. Ultimately. I know that was weird. I don't know why that day I'm like, this is a good time when I'm wearing these wide-legged pants. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's last week's episode, right? Right. Yes. I did have a kegel ball incident, but it doesn't <laughs> never happen. But my, I have kegels of steel. It's hey, do lot. they bounce when they when you drop a kegel it ball? It bounced. You should do tricks. It bounced right back into you my hand. You should learn how you could like bounce it right back into your hand. You could wear a skirt and you could do little tricks on stage. <sighs> Like the twilight of your career. Right. Like in Vegas. Exactly. Or in like um, in in Thailand. Because I remember going to Thailand, Bangkok, and you could see a lot of the women there like smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes and stuff. Out of I've vagina, heard things. Is, yes. It's true. They do it with the ping they, pong balls. I don't really want it. That's not a goal. They blow That's not O's. my goal for my uh, later years in life. No. But it's good to know I have options. <laughs> 
Um, okay, let's move to some sex in the news. Yes. Okay, what to do when she asks you, how many women have you slept with? Oh. Could your sexual history make or break your relationship? Yeah. That's what a new study uh, conducted says that in a survey of more than 2,000 Europeans and Americans, 30% said they'd be at least somewhat likely to end a relationship if they found out their partner had too many previous sexual what? partners. What the heck is too many? Well, yeah. on average, the women's survey said they'd consider anyone who had slept with 15 or more partners 15. as promiscuous. One five. Right. That is an issue. And men set their limit at 14 partners. 14. Uh, I want to know how old these people are. That they're surveying, like but seniors also in high school, probably. must be or college. But here's the thing: the best way to deal with this question is to not have the conversation at all, right. not answer it. It's never going to. I'm telling you, it's never going to serve your relationship. To There's borrow. no reason your partner needs to know, unless you have an STD. And you just say an STD. You don't have to say, "Well, it was guy number 16." No, and you don't even know probably where you got it from. Well, maybe it's. Thing. 15 STDs is too many. I would agree with them there. No, guy number 15 gave me the STD. If you had 15 separate STDs, I would I would agree that that's too many. Right. And you should end a relationship. But to borrow a phrase from Drew once again, here we, oh, here we go. Oh, Jesus, yeah. But uh, more mystery, less history. Right, that's, what that's a good one. That's what say and all the time. Because I think we're asking in some ways because we've been securities. I think that it's a little different. Like men might be worrying that they're not as experienced. Well, I think it's the same as security. They don't have as much experience as right. the woman they're with or that... Maybe there's a judgment she's too slutty. I, well, I can tell you just from yeah. personal experience that uh, the idea of foreign peens, weens being inside that vagina, especially if I really care about it, that's it's tough. It's tough to to think there was a ween that came before you. Yes, before you. and you and I've been in relationships where I've obsessed about that, and I've obsessed about each and every single one of their uh, previous partners to the point where it's very unhealthy, and like I knew their names, and I would daydream about it while I was sitting in the traffic and getting I make myself nauseous, and I wouldn't. When be you able were to younger, eat. right? Because I, I was younger. Think that, yeah. I think this is like a teens and twenties. Yeah, I think it's I don't think a guy's a, asked me like in my thirties. Hopefully, never you're asked past me. it by your your thirties, unless you, you might not be too. But a lot of the time, also, I realized that those were bad relationships. Those those were relationships that I, on some subconscious level, was trying to, to sabotage, sabotage probably. and get out of anyways because they weren't the right relationships right. for me. So I think this is not the way to find out. I don't think this is useful information. How do you avoid it though? Like if you know, if you got somebody in your face saying Honestly, how many, how just, many? This is what you got to say. I say, you know what? Right now, uh, you know, I really am enjoying the sex that we're having, and right. I really don't. Lost count's not a good answer. Yeah, I lost count like last week. Um, I don't think how I don't see how this information is really relevant to our relationship right now because yeah. really I'm just focused on our our sex life. If they're if you're just dating someone down. really dumb, you can do this. You can go. Look at this. Keys. And then they'll they'll forget about that and they'll start looking at your keys. Some with ADD on. maybe, which Just, I would do. I'd be like, what about the keys? And then I forget. Yeah, you, I um, can totally do that to you. Yeah, totally. Do it all, you can do it all day long. I'd be like, what you keys? Keep coming when back did you get to it, in the like, car? Later in the day, like, so how many? Keys. <laughs> Wait, you did that before. Why did you do that? <laughs> what keys. color car? Remember, I was like, car, Anderson, I know this is bad, but what kind of car do you have? Yeah, Emily, have been working, Emily and I have been working together for two, <laughs> maybe three years. And it occurred to her one day. She's like, I have no idea what kind of car you drive, even though I meet you in the parking lot half the night, half the nights of the week when we're going together. <laughs> Literally, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's coming. And I thought to myself, I, if you're showing up, not or, coming. Or if I was already there, if I was in the yeah, parking lot. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, couldn't you were there which yet. Car. There's like five cars in this parking lot. But in fairness to you, it was always nighttime. Well, not right. a whole lot of light in that but parking lot of K-Rock. But this I don't pay attention to, I don't care cars, they don't register to me, you know, like Emily's kind of not a, yeah, she's not a, a car girl. She's, no. And she, you're not a, a girl who cares about the material things. I'm not you at all. You care all about the emotion. I do. In that ocean. And you're always very emotionally available to me. No, I'm saying not I emotionally. Just, I'm just saying that you care when you're, yeah. yeah. I'm not like, what kind of car does he have? Let me yeah. check out your keys. Got it. Got it. I'm driving um, Lexus, to be clear. No, that I know, but I still don't remember color. 
It's a black old Lexus and it's backfiring right now. Is you know it? it's bad bad oh, times if your Japanese car is backfiring and your wife is very pregnant. Bad times, Callan Household. Right. No, I'm fine. I'm good. No, I'm you're good. You're right. good. Well, yeah. uh, you're going to direct a movie. Yeah. Everyone's going to support it. Everything is going in the right direction. That's good. I love it. Um, okay, so yeah, you guys don't answer that question. I'm telling you, at the time, your partner will be like, why won't you tell me? Why is it too many? Is it too many? Just be like, you know what? It's not really relevant. Sex with said it wasn't relevant. Just don't talk about it. Move on. Or you can leave with us. Does oral count? Right. That'll scare them maybe away from asking oh, the question. God, just don't talk about it. Just what say, let's talk like, about, oh, say, oh, I have a better oh, conversation. Let's talk about what kind of sex we're going to have tonight. Turn ooh, it to that. Yeah. Let's talk about how hard you want me to blow you tonight. How hard? That's not <laughs> I don't know how hard. Don't say how that. many times? Not how hard. Yeah, how, not how you hard. You know what I'm saying? Something sexier than that. That was not sexy. What if you, just, what if you I lie? I can't do it Lying's probably not good either. You're the only one I can remember. 20 fun? <laughs> I've had sex with 20 fun. 21. <laughs> yeah, that, you could do that or just not have the conversation. Just if you don't ask, then they won't ask and vice versa, hopefully. Right. Don't break the seal. Don't break the seal. Yeah. It doesn't help. Okay. Um. Thank you for that. I'm mm. glad we're on the same page here. Um. But let's get a, give a little shout out to our sponsors who we love and adore and uh, support. You know, I only work with people that I, I actually like their products, what they do, how they can help you. So thank you for supporting them. And then we're going to answer some emails. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, turn your volume down for the next minute. I need to tell the lady something. Go ahead. Trust me. It's for your own good. All right, ladies, it's just us now. I have news for you. Your guy loves to masturbate. Hey, it's natural, healthy, and necessary. Let him know that not only is it cool with you, but that you want him to really enjoy it. Surprise him with the number one selling sex toy for men. Get him a flashlight. Fleshlight's toys feel so real that they're truly the next best thing. They have models created for every preference you can think of. Models that are perfect for travel and one of our favorites, the quick shot. It's an open-ended sleeve that we like to call the handjob helper. And don't think your guy is the only one who will benefit from a flashlight. Their famous stamina training unit is all about helping guys learn to last longer. This is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you really want to turn them on, turn them on with a flashlight. It'll be a surprise he won't forget. Just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the flashlight banner right now. Okay, let's move on to some emails. Thank you everybody for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love hearing from you and I love when you include your name, your age, where you're listening and how you listen. I know that's a lot to ask for, but it's really not name, age, where you listen. But what I also can tell you is that you can leave me a voicemail message now and we're going to play it on the show. How cool is that? 818-ASK-SWE1. That's 818-ASK-SWE1 or 818-275-7931. All on the website. Check that out. Okay. Shit. Also, um, on the website, it's also my shopping. I can go shop. I have a store of all it's the nice. things I love. It's nice. You don't have to shop by yourself. You can you crack a bottle of wine, sit down in the shop comfort of your own home, and shop with them. And she'll so walk you through everything. True. That's what we do. Okay. Dear Emily, I just started listening to your podcast, and I've instantly become obsessed. I started to become interested in sex and masturbation at a very young age, and I've become more and more sexually driven as I've gotten older. My sex life has become a very important part of me because I have a very high sexual energy. I have very high sexual energy, but I have a hard time finding people who share the same intensity about it as I do. I always become the one who is obsessed with sex or needs it all the time. I have been dating a guy for several months, and the sex has been great so far. At the beginning of the relationship, we would just jump each other every chance we got. However, recently the sex has become less and less frequent. I'm scared to tell him that I want it more because I really enjoy spending time with him and enjoy him as a person. I don't want to seem like a sex addict as I've been called in the past. Am I really too obsessed with having sex? 
How do I approach a situation without scaring my boyfriend away? Thanks so much for reading. Sincerely, Carrie, age 22. Hmm. I mean, what I got to say to this, and then most people who email me must be sex addicts if you're labeling your desire for more sex in your partner this way. Because guess what? A lot of couples have mismatched libidos and they don't always want sex the same frequency. So just drop this label. You are not a sex addict. You desire, I don't think you're a sex addict. Probably. We can talk about that. Maybe. Um, but I don't think you are. You desire sex, which is healthy. I mean, I just think that people are so surprised that the sex they were having at the beginning of the relationship doesn't remain the same throughout, which I talk about all the time right. on the show. It's, it's the honeymoon not, it's the honey, phase, which is legit. It, right? But you, also there's this, and I don't hear many people talking about it, some people's honeymoon phases might be longer than others. Right. So, so I think the standard is probably right around three months, but some people, maybe six it's months, six months. Two years. And maybe some people it's shorter. But the, the, fa- the fact that she's a lady and he's a guy... Is it wrong for me to think that maybe there is an issue here? Yeah, it if is wrong like for you to think. probably a 20, No, because that's a myth. This is a myth okay. that we are raised with that men want sex all the time eh, and women don't. Eh. It's not true, though. Mm. I, there's been plenty. Of, I'm telling you, I believed that when I started my show because I had heard that my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then I realized soon, few months in, that I got more calls and more emails actually from women saying that they wanted more sex with their partner. And I thought, is this really just what I'm, people emailing me? And the more and more I move through my life, everybody I talk to, women, and I hear it all the time both ways. So it is not true that that, that a young woman mm. wanting more sex in her partner means anything other than she wants more sex than the guy she's okay. currently dating. All right, I'm not going to get hung up on it. but I, Please don't get hung up on it. I, well, I mean, I, 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 could, I could point to your assistant, Madison. She like throws a flashlight at her boyfriend every now and again. I don't think he's ever thrown like a a, a, a Jeju Mimi at her. What's your point though? That that like, like she's like I don't want to have sex right now, but uh, he does. Right. Yeah, Vice versa. Common, I mean, that's just it's a common. It's a common in dynamic. In all yeah, it's a common. Yeah, okay. it is a common dynamic right. in relationships. I, I just think that men do tend to want to spread the seed a little bit more than women want to try and get impregnated, which is on, on the very base level. Yeah, what it's very all about. base level. But I'm telling you, it's not that is not true actually. Okay. Okay. okay, so yeah, the, the spreading the seed thing, whatever, but it's very different than the frequent the desire for sex. Right. Um, so I think the fact that she's been shamed, what'd you say? I said as a form of connection. Yeah. As a, as a form of connection. Yeah, like they want to connect, you know? It seems like, you know, that, that you want, maybe it's more of the intimacy and maybe he's not giving that to you. But, you know, I think that also, Carrie, you've been shamed in the past, so it makes sense that you're carrying this anxiety around, but there's nothing wrong with you. I mean, there's really not. So how you can talk about it is, you know, you can just say something like, since we've been together, I've noticed that, you know, I feel like I want to have sex more often than you do. Have you noticed this too? You know, what do you think? Like, I know at the beginning we're having more, which is very typical. So let's talk about it. Like, what is the right, like, sometimes couples have to negotiate. Maybe he's like, well, I only want sex in the morning and right. you leave for work really early. So then you're like, okay, well, once a week we'll have sex in the morning and then we'll have sex these other times because couples need to have the language. They have to be confident, comfortable and confident and need that language to talk about sex with each other because it's just going to be great practice for you. Like what a great way for you to open up and start talking about sex. So I'm glad that you're starting early to talk about these things and you'll find out. He might be like, well, I don't want it. And if he labels you as like a sex addict or something, then nah, you know, you got to get out. He's not right for you. He's not but also, let me tell you this. Uh, I think most every guy has a uh, an on switch or, or something that chances are, and I'm not trying to be misogynist here when I say if you were to drop to your knees or, or, or go down on him or just spontaneously find that maybe it's, there's something on his neck or maybe there's like an earlobe or something. He's definitely got an on switch that you could you don't even have to ask for it. I would think that you'd be able to just 
go to that spot and get him going whether he without even talking about it just like if you're on the couch you have right. an afternoon instead of watching uh uh people's court you you find his on switch and you and then next thing you know you're gonna be banging most guys they have an on switch and right. i think their on switch is probably bigger and easier to find than most girls yeah I, do you think that i got something there you're talking about like a random act of blowjob or even just a, the kiss any on the kind neck. of erogenous area on his body. She, I think she should be able to find that. Right. Yeah. And Maybe you don't even that, talk about it. Because I don't even know if she's been shut. Let's see. Did she say that he shut her down or she just thinks she wants it? She feels like she wants it more than yeah, he Yeah, you're worried because in the past your guy judged you, but she's scared to tell him. Um, and it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where like if you're pressuring, 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 and then once your partner thinks of it as a chore or something that he or she needs to do, it's not gonna. It's 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 game over almost. Right. Uh, unless you, I think you do it without even saying anything. No, you that's actually a good him. point. She, you don't even know Carrie that he. Maybe he just. Sometimes I think it's a lot of work for guys because there is that thing that guys got to initiate. Yeah. And maybe he's not initiating. If you, but it doesn't mean if him. you like like his earlobe, perhaps if that's his erogenous zone that works for him, that maybe find he his would on, want him find his on switch. And also, just be going back to Loveland again. Anyone who says that they're a sexual person. I don't, it always makes my eyebrows kind of raise a little bit. Like, were I'm a sexual person. She said I she's been masturbating abused. since she was very young. So I, I'm thinking Most women have. Maybe there is a little bit of uh, self-soothing going on there and possibly. Just take a look. Take a look if you're if you're running from anything or replacing sex to fill a, a hole that uh, might be yeah, an issue. We all might do that different times. Okay. We could look at that too. But, but find um, his on switch. I, I, would, I would do yeah. that. You Rather don't than, have to say, let's She's bang. very scared that the judgment's going to come. So maybe if you just start making the move, maybe he is always initiating making it. A move, yeah. And maybe she's afraid to initiate. And so I would, yeah, that's not bad. Think about it. Yeah, guys have to think about the initiation a lot. Because guys are pretty easy to turn on. And once you turn them on, they're not going to turn off until they're done. Yeah. So. True that. Okay. That's all good stuff. Carrie, let me know how it goes. Um, and take this label. This is a label that you're carrying around with you that it's time for it to be buried and dead. We carry these things forever. Unless someone tells you to kill them, it's dead. Kill that label. Kill it. All right. Hey, Emily, my girlfriend and I have come to the realization that after two and a half years, our relationship is failing. And we decided that in order to save our friendship, we would end it before it gets worse. We have two months left in our lease for our apartment, and neither of us wants to break the lease. So I was wondering what your advice would be for living with an ex so we can coexist for the last two months. Jose, age 21, Los Angeles. Jose. Jose, try to finish up these last Tough. two months with like dignity, respect, and don't bang other chicks in, in the apartment. Like she's your, she'll become well, your favorite day. You love her. Well, same goes for her too, yeah. but he's he's the one emailing. Neither one of you should, you know, leave on a bad note. It's like when you leave a job, you know, you don't want to yeah. like steal all the office supplies and tell your boss to fuck off. You know, you just don't. I feel so Even good if, <laughs> yeah, It sounds like they, they want to be amicable and, and, and remain friends. So you got that motivation right there to be uh, respectful of one another and you should probably verbalize it to one another. Have a sit down, have a have talk. Some boundaries. Let's come up with some boundaries and some rules for these 60 days that we have left. Yeah. By the time you hear this, probably less than that. Right. You'll so, be fine. You'll move through it and just try to make it, you know, make it as peaceful as you can. You know, maybe this is a good time to take a class or do the things you've been wanting to do outside the house. Maybe you don't have to sit on the couch all the time and watch TV. Not, don't let you do that. But And there's a good chance that, you know, too much. You guys are young, right? They're young. The chances are you're going to see her getting gussied up and ready to go out with another guy. Maybe you're not ready for that. And that could be really, really brutal. So hopefully she won't do that to you. Hopefully you don't do that to her. I mean, it's one thing bringing somebody home, but also just getting ready to go out. I've been in that situation where like, you know, I was like. You were living with an ex? Not living, but I was still around an ex because I think it's a a mistake to say let's be friends, especially at first. You can't be friends right away. You need at least six months to a year and sometimes never. And I'd be around and and I'd see them getting ready and I'd know that they were going on a date without even asking. I'd just know and like I'd feel sick and I'd be, ah. And I'm the one who ended it. 
Right. But still. No, still. Even yeah. when you end it, you're like, but I ended it. Do I want this person back? And I could see a tit for tat going on here where she does it and then he does it. And he's just going to the gym, but he's getting making it look like he's going on a day. Oh, just be careful. Uh, this is tough. This is tough. Tread, yeah, tread lightly on this and just be, be a good person. Just, just be kind. Be respectful. You'll get through it. Okay. Hi, Emily. My name is Kim. I'm 20 years old. I have a beautiful 14-week-old baby and an amazing boyfriend. After I had the baby, I struggled with my sexual confidence. I used to be up for sex 98% of the time. But since having a baby, I can't even have sex with the light on or during the day. And although my boyfriend is really supportive, I know he'd prefer to have it the way it was before. What can I do to get my body confidence up? Thanks, Kim, age 20, the UK. CrossFit. She can't go to the CrossFit. She can't get, get no, she had a baby. Uh, it was 14 weeks ago. She's got to take no the gym, honey. Three, take the pressure off yourself first uh-huh. of all. Three and a half months is so early in the new mom slash baby no, game. It is. It the is. doctors say like, yeah, maybe like at six weeks or whatever. They say like your vagina might be more healed or 12 weeks. But yeah, even for the, a lot it's just of the women, rest of your body has been through yeah, so your much. Libido, I'm watching the hormones. my wife uh, go through pregnancy right now. She's almost at, at the nine month mark, and you know I've seen her just go through hell. Creating a human being with your body is a lot. Oh my god! What she's got on her side though is a very uh, caring, understanding boyfriend. It sounds like and father to her her child. So. Uh, as long as he's going to be there and wait, he he will wait for her. It's a matter mm-hmm. of her getting back on exactly on top. Right. I mean, she, maybe literally. Literally. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot going on. She's got the hormones that are raging. She's dealing. Yeah, you're dealing with changes in your body, lack of sleep, stress levels, and changing this diapers. This is all going to do it. Changing diapers. You're not going to feel like you want sex. You're probably exhausted. So what you might want to do is look for intimacy in your relationship rather than intercourse right now. Now this could mean like you guys are just like you know, sitting on the couch together and you're, you don't have to have penetrative sex. You could like, you know, do a little oral action. Mm. Um, intimacy is important. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like oral could be good or give him a hand job, you know, who knows? But the simple act of just touching each other can enhance your mood and bond you again. Because I think a lot of couples associate like, well, if we start touching, then he's going to want sex. And so maybe you're withholding in that way, but maybe just, um, just starting back, like, you know what, honey, I'm not ready for it, but let's just start some like cuddling and touching and kissing because mm. that really does add to it like it's it's true that it can enhance your mood and masturbation also important I know it's probably the last thing that you feel like doing right now um and I know you're not feeling comfortable in your body but um it, it'll help even if you just start like maybe reading some erotica or watching something that turns you on you might start to feel in the mood again Kegel exercises are so important for new moms I can't emphasize this enough that I I believe well she's in the UK I don't know if this is the 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 laws there but or the the uh, Kegels are the illegal Kegels, no the they're legal yeah. everywhere but in France when you leave part of the postnatal care oh, they, they, they they like do your they Kegels you up, yeah, yeah they hook you up they're like give you Kegel balls or do whatever that don't fly your vagina they might but you gotta do them because the, not only will it tighten your vagina back again, but it also um, it helps you build these <laughs> muscles that have become atrophy. I know you're gonna every time I say that you're gonna think about my keg ball. No, falling. I'm thinking about something else. But it's like um, it just helps you like because you're, you're squeezing your pelvic floor where all your sexual energy is, and I can't tell you just by doing them for like a few weeks, you'll start to feel that like blood flowing there because it's almost like that part of your body's like out of business right now right. and then by breathing into it and doing these kegels I promise you it will it will help you how long does it usually take I, I'm sure there's an average out there for, for lovely ladies after they uh, give birth I'd say for most people I, I think it's I think, about I think six three months three to six months three to right? six months yeah. for sure and then even then 
Like I have a friend who had a baby and she was saying, you know what? They had sex for the first time or second time after six months. Maybe the first time was too painful. And she said it was like really, she said we were both really nervous. They've yeah. been together like 15 years. She's like, But I was nervous because you have it. So there is some buildup. And for anyone to, you know, I know a lot of new moms put pressures on themselves, but I just, I just It's natural too. It's biology telling you not to get pregnant again. It's biology saying you we're not ready to create another human being right now. So we're not, we're going to shut down the old sex for a bit here. Right. So you don't have kids one on top of the other. So you're overcoming actual, like, uh, you know, primitive biological instincts as right. well. So that's true. You're all fine. It's like these, these messages that we see, like, you know, the celebrities, the trainers who are like back out there in three months yeah, and their bodies look great. Upsetting. It, it does way more harm than good. Way more Stop it. Celebrities. Stop want, showing off. Stop showing we get off. it. You don't have to work and you got a fucking nanny that takes care of the kid. Right, you can chef. go with your attractive, uh, uh, CrossFit trainer who's going to like, you know, walk you through everything eight hours a day. Right. So you could post and brag. Stop it. Hey, they got uh, mouth kegels. What? <laughs> kegels for the mouth. Why? I don't know. I just pictured like a guy like uh, having a girlfriend who talks a lot and like he talked her into doing mouth kegels so she'd Shut tighten up. up her mouth and <laughs> be quiet. Don't, that, yeah. Uh, you should invent that. Mouth For guys kegels. with talky, talky ladies. Just, but Yeah. I don't even want to say that because I know that I talk way too much and I had tried to have... Not, I'm not, not talking about you. No, you got to talk. Not that I talk way too much. I love that I talk. I did have a boyfriend who wasn't okay with it. He tried to yeah. implement rules and he was like, let's not talk past 8 o'clock at night and before 8 a.m. You in the morning. You didn't invent the mouth kegel. You should have done that. The mouth kegel. Yeah, here you Looks go. It's like a mouth guard. <laughs> you put, it's like a ball you put in your mouth and you clamp down on it for 20 minutes. There you go. And muzzle with the thing? No. I'm going to watch my sports. 20 minutes. Oh, Jesus. That's the worst idea ever. Really. All right. It's beautiful. Talking. Next email. Hi, Emily and the whole SWE team. I'm a huge fan. Mm. I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now. I recently read Lori's article, The Virgin Diaries, since I'm a 31-year-old virgin. It was only this past week that I actually did stuff with a girl for the first time. Wow. Making out, foreplay, oral, and I did a pretty good job for not having any previous experience since think? I made her come twice. Wow, good job. Good job. Do you think that he was digging for change, though? You think you might have No, been. because Lori wrote a really good article and she probably said, do not dig for change. Don't for, dig for change down there. Um, this sentence wasn't necessary, but I wanted to let you know since I picked up these tips from your podcast. He oh. picked up how not to dig for change. Like and she that. came twice. I was really enjoying myself Sometimes. since I've never had any previous experience, but when it came time to actually have sex, wah, wah, I found that I couldn't get hard. Yikes. Is this common? Is there a way that I can fix this? I'm pretty sure it has to do with my anxiety about not having had sex before. We ended up not having sex that night. She was really cool and understanding. She even said we could try again some other time. I'm just worried if the next time comes, I won't be able to perform. Bing check. I'm taking steps to remedy this, not masturbating or watching porn. I'm using your Kegel Camp app. I'm exercising more, but I don't want to disappoint her the next time. And the thought of not being able to perform again has been running through my head. What should I do? Mm. I'm looking for help. Signed, the dormant virgin. And the P.S. here, again, thank you, Emily, Menace, Anderson, Madison, Lori, Jamie, Churro, Stanley, and the rest of the gang for all the hard work you do. He mentions your dog, Menace's dog. Yeah. That's sweet. He pays attention. Ah, darling Eddie. virgin. Eddie. 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 He the... doesn't know Eddie yet, but you would have thanked Eddie because Eddie's awesome. Eddie's here too. So first off, I got to say, kudos to Dormant Virgin DV. Got her off twice. Yeah, no, he's he's the, new, the awakening virgin. No, he's a winner in my book. Yeah, he's no longer dormant, it sounds like. He's getting so close. So not dormant? he's got that bang check where she's like down to give it another shot. Yeah, I would too. If a guy got me off twice, I'd be like, I don't care that you... Whatever. I, I still wouldn't care. So he Listen, believes. He probably he got her, she he had probably maybe got her once, off twice. Maybe half a time. Yeah. Um, 
Don't fuck him up. No, he probably got it off twice. Okay. So here's the thing. I think a lot of this, well, all of it probably is in your head. And it makes a sense that this is happening. It's totally normal. A lot of guys experience anxieties the first time, the 10th yeah. time, the 20th yeah. time. They either come too early. They have trouble maintaining erection. They can't orgasm at all. Um, and... I love you did everything right. I mean, you focused on your partner. And so now we just need to focus on you. And maybe you could have used foreplay yourself because maybe you were so focused on getting her off that I'm sure your erection probably, maybe you weren't even that turned on. Maybe you got a little turned on. I don't know what happened. But next time, I mean, we can't, I wasn't there. Well, your heart's pounding so fast and you're so excited, especially if you got 30 years, uh, you know, history of this not happening. It's finally going to happen. And blood is at a premium and you need a lot of blood down there in that zone to make it happen. And it makes sense that your blood is going all sorts of places exactly. in your head. So you got to overcome this. Got to overcome it. You got to drink it up and uh, be prepared and loose. Right. And don't, I mean, I think. You just said right? I said drink. No, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. Because I was focused on something else that you said. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, who are you focused on? Don't drink. Well, I was going to say, if you were drinking or taking drugs, that probably wouldn't help. No, it probably, it probably it um, might not help. Maybe a glass of wine. I love that he's doing keggles and I love that he's preparing himself, but I would say, I don't think that you need to like stop masturbating. Yeah, you don't want to hurt this girl if you do actually pull it off. It, right. Like, I think that, he's being hard on himself. It was the first time. Who, scary movie where like the virgin has sex and she's on top and he blows Anna Ferris to like the ceiling. Like He could actually hurt this woman. If he doesn't come at all. If he's keggling and... No, when he does, when he's finally finished. Oh, if he's keggling like, and shoots across the room. Yeah, like, it's going to be like a fire hydrant. True. You got to be careful. You got to be careful, buddy. I think you're fine and um, and he's obsessing. Do you hear his obsessing, obsessing, oh, obsessing, sure. obsessing? Yeah. Well, I you said self-fulfilling prophecy earlier. I right. Mean, this is definitely right for that. First time, it's fine. You know. Second time, it's fine. You're fine. Okay, he should be using a condom, obviously, right? Yes. Okay, so that's a number one. Hope you are. Hope he is, DB. This is... Very good advice. Advice that I wish that I got when I was a young. And I know you're not a young, but you're you're still kind of an experienced, uh, obviously. And masturbate with that condom. Practice with the condom. Put the condom on and use it by yourself in the comfort of your own home. So you're. It's like uh, you know, learning to you know, like football players sleep with the football. Uh, when they go to sleep with the football, you're you're comfortable with your equipment, what you're using, and you got to do that without her. Uh, in the room with you so that you're very comfortable and you know how it all works. Also, if you can, instead of stop masturbating, why don't you just masturbate with a condom, which we already covered, and only masturbate to the idea of her. Only think about her. That's so a good that it's idea. Like, it's like uh, that that vision that uh, that athletes also do, where they they envision you know shooting making the goal free throws. Or the free throw yeah. or whatever sport. And then when it happens, you should be like, oh, this is like my fantasy. I've already kind of been down this road. I got the muscle memory with the condom, and hopefully that'll. That's That'll some good advice call. there. That's some strong advice. I would not not masturbate because also you can definitely become dormant if like you shut it off. It's like a hard drive on your computer. If you let it like sit and you don't warm it up, it, it crashes. Exactly. So you, if you stop masturbating altogether, you might go back to dormant. So Exactly. That's a really good point. Um, I appreciate that because you have a penis. Good luck. You know how the penis doesn't that's always tough. behave. It's tough. But the more, I think that's such a good point. I always say redirect your thoughts. So if you find yourself obsessing, you know what you do? You the sec- I want you to train yourself. If you start obsessing that you're going to come and start thinking about her and her face and how it felt. Because there's a good chance he's going to get in the same situation and then he's going to start thinking about, oh God, it's not going to work. And once you start thinking, oh God, it's not going to work, it's like the same thing where like, you know, you you start thinking about your grandma or something while you're having sex. Like you get, especially if you're OCD or if he's on any medication, that's another thing. If he's on medication, this might be a whole, whole issue. If he's on opioids or something. Yeah. Well, I hope he's, yeah. 
Hopefully he's not. I think he would have told. He probably he would listened. He listened. He knows your dog's name. He listens. Maybe you he should knows. add that. Maybe you should add it. You give me Are your you name, drugs? your age, your and sex, what, substance what kind you of drugs you, you No, you or if you take any pills or yeah. anything. Yeah, that's a good one. We could add that. And they'll have like 16 questions to answer before they send me the email. Good luck, Dormant. Good luck, DV. You're doing fine. Um, okay, another email? Yeah, we feel Let's good about that. Yeah. Hi, Emily. I love the show. Listening has improved my self-confidence sexually with my partners, but also in talking with friends and being able to express myself without feeling shy or embarrassed. I was recently dating a 29-year-old that I really liked a lot. I don't have much dating experience. In fact, I was a virgin before I met him. Our relationship was special to me because it was my first real relationship, although it only lasted three months. Our feelings developed quickly for each other, but they were also quick to fade away toward the end. We recently ended things because I found out he was still on the dating app we met on. And even though he told me he had deleted it a while ago, I was really hurt over it when I found out. But my feelings for him had been fading, so it wasn't terribly difficult to get over him. I'm finding myself really wanting to have sex with him again since we broke up over text and never got a chance to break up sex. For some reason, it really turns me on to think about having sex with him with no strings attached, Uh taking control of the situation in a way... I don't see myself getting feelings involved since he dir- did me dirty right. and I want to date him again. Da- da- no. No. Guy. Brooke, age 22, Irvine, 22. California. Honey, Brooke, you got out easy. Yeah. Reality check here. Yeah. You, hey, there's breakup no such sex thing. is not a good idea. There's no, no such thing as breakup sex. Breakup sex. It's called makeup sex. Right. It's when you, you get want. back together. Yes. Which you're not going to do with this guy because he right. doesn't deserve it. You're making up kinds of sex and... You shouldn't do it. And right. you're 22 years old. This is your first sexual encounter and your first relationship with sex. And you got, and you got out without any kind of hurt feelings. You know how lucky you are? You know exactly. how ahead of the curve you are? Don't fuck it up by going it's, back. Exactly. You do not even... You, you. I'm sorry he hurt you. I'm sorry he's still on the dating app. But like the further away you can get you know, from this guy, I understand. And I know that you're upset and you think you're over it. You're saying you're over it. But it sounds like she wants a little revenge oh, sex. It sounds like she broke up with him on text. First of all, text. I don't understand who anyone... He break up on text... I mean, they, she's right. There isn't any closure there. It's lacking closure, but you don't need You don't closure. need closure. I'm going to close it for you. He cheated on you. End of story. Or he was trying to cheat on you. Whatever. Maybe, perhaps, He's not being faithful are, to the commitment you had. Chances are he wasn't all, you probably weren't the only one all along. I hate to say it, Brooke, but don't look back. This guy's only going to fuck you. Don't look back. Yeah. You're not going that way. You can give him some blowsure. Blowsure. Yeah. That's bad too. Maybe cut it off at Don't do over. any of that stuff. No. Right. No, you need to cut all ties and you need to completely move on from this situation. Plus, you're probably hot because your name's Brooke. That's you a hot Brooke, name. Did you, Dr. Drew tell you that too? Dr. Drew told me very few things. Every now and again, I'll... Um, no, Drew would say that. I don't think Mike would say that. But anyway, um, you need to delete his number, not follow him on social media. And the sooner that you get over this and this fantasy of some breakup sex, yeah, just find you're going to find else. someone else um, that you really care about. And you can't be friends right after, and you're gonna have sex. It's gonna mess you up again. Because I've done this. I've thought, oh, I can have sex, and it's gonna be. Just, no. She's 22. She doesn't know much. She probably. Doesn't know. She doesn't know about. She, the- she needs to know this, Brooke. You need to know this. You got out easy. Most first first experiences are horrific, and they always remember them. That's why I, I went out of my way not to be people's first. This sounds awful, but it's, it's true. <laughs> like I would find out that a girl I was dating was a virgin, and I would like run for the hills because I didn't want to be the first because they're almost always bad. They're almost always bad memories, regrets. I didn't want to be anyone's regret or bad memory. And uh, it sounds like you got out. It sounds like you got out uh, without uh, hurt feelings. Brooke, feel good about yourself. Know that you came out ahead and and move on. Yeah, time to move on. There'll be plenty of good guys out there. I promise you. And plenty of things will turn you on just as much as banging this guy without strings attached. There's other guys to go. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't deserve you. No. Right? He doesn't. No. No. He did not honor the commitment or whatever it is that you guys had. Mm. So that's all we got time for. 
Oh, is it? Is it? What? Yeah. How are you? Did anything else you want to add? Can you tell us about your movie and people can find you, your podcasts and all the exciting yeah, I'm, things I'm launching, in the world? Yeah, I'm launching my uh, campaign real soon where I'm going to have some fun perks and rewards and all that stuff. There's oh. so much work that goes into it. I've been working my ass off every day just leading up to the campaign. But uh, I'll be, I'm going to be trying to raise a pretty decent chunk of change to make my first feature. And you can, uh, if you'd like to be in the know, uh, I'll, I'm just looking for emails to help uh, you know organize so I can yeah. send people. Anderson's a good filmmaker. Uh, He's won a bunch of awards. I just yeah, I was up for uh, Best Director just recently. I'm actually, one of my shorts is playing on Catalina. Oh my God. Next, or I think this week. I had I a really bad there. weekend there with a guy once, but really? fun. Yeah, no, Catalina's fun though. I, I actually submitted to it because it's a really good festival. No, and I'm I was sure. like, oh, this will be a great excuse to go back to Catalina because those of us who live in LA, like we never go to Catalina. I know. And it's right there. I want to go And back I got to in and I was all, cool, I'm in, but the wife's super pregnant. There's no way I'm going to Catalina. No. I'm not going to have a baby you gotta go Catalina. On a boat to a little- <laughs> the kid even be like American if he was born over there? I can't do that. I can't do it. There's no hospitals, probably. Anyways, confusing. the website is uh, groupersthemovie.com. Groupersthemovie.com. And then, of course, I have my uh, film podcast, Cinematics, and The Film Vault, and uh, The After Disaster. You could just spend your whole life You should come disaster. on The After Disaster oh, soon. I didn't know you'd guess. I we would love do, it. We do it at the Improv, not on stage as often as not. But, I would uh, love to. We do it in the green room or on come. the roof of the Improv. Come on. We I've talked Shut about it up. many times that we should have you on The on the, uh, the After Disaster. Dude. Come on down. We come up with all we come up with ideas. You know that. Yeah. Have you never been on the after disaster? No. Absurd. It's upsetting. Didn't know you'd guess on the after disaster. Now I'm insulted. Whoever wants to roll by. Now I'm insulted. We had Joseph Gordon Levitt on the uh, the after disaster. Kind of. Like he he wanted to come into the room and I waved goodbye instead of waved him in. And he kind of just stood there defeated and he said, "All right, bye." So like he was technically on the oh, show, dude. But I waved him off because I'm an ass. But you are no. an ass. Well, wave me in. Yeah, well, listen I want to you me. On. It's, you've recorded them. It's right near my house. At the improv. I know. We, we do it on the roof of the improv. I love oh, it. I've never been on the roof. Never been allowed on the roof. I'm not supposed Let's to be do up it. there. It's Let's great. do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, so everyone check out Anderson and and uh, thank you everyone for check listening and supporting this. Check him out. He's sexy. And um, thank you everybody on my team. Thank you Madison and Lori and Jamie. And Eddie and all the amazing people here. Churro and Stanley. Churro and Stanley. Groupersthemovie.com. Yeah. So uh, what else? I guess that's all. I'll see you all in New York. Yeah, I love New York. you. Achieve. Thank you so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. if you know this but the sexual health expo is right around the corner and this time it's taking place in one of my favorite spots on earth new york i'm so honored to once again be hosting this one-of-a-kind event like seriously what other event brings today's top sex educators and the hottest pleasure products together under one roof exactly it's the only one the expo will be taking over brooklyn september 24th and 25th and for the first time ever you can attend for free Thanks to our good friends at WeVibe, the first 2,000 people to register will be given free admission to the two-day event. Sexual Ed sponsor The Pleasure Chest has planned out a weekend's worth of seminars on today's most relevant wellness topics, all delivered by an array of sex experts I know and admire. Not only will you be expanding your sexual horizons, you'll also be able to see brand new products from Jimmy Jane, Doc Johnson, Joe Lubricants, Lifestyles and Skin Condoms, The Rabbit Company, Ovo Lifestyle Toys, Bocce Lingerie, The Body Wand, and Narrows, B-Vibe, See You in Bed, Hot Flowers USA, I Am Toy, Kama Sutra, Babeland, Pure, High Pleasures, Sibian, Sir Richard's Condoms, Tenga, 
Unbound Box, UV. Oh, and they just added even more sponsors. Blue Dreams, Bedroom Candy Boutique, Sola, Chakrub, Cinecane, Core, Cautionware, Wear, Dame Products, Enlightened, Extend Fertility, Getting in the Mood, G-Spot Zone, Indulgence Boutique, I Know My Status, Joy Box, Nast Toys, Notorious Pink, Next Gen Health Solutions, Pure Romance, Satisfier, Sexpertise, Subsensuals, The Center for Sexual Pleasures, Shamanajan Psychotherapy, and Vibrators.com. You can learn more about the sponsors on my website. Just click on the She Banner for all kinds of information. To reserve your free tickets, visit sexualhealthexpo.com today. See you there.